Hello and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast with Hilary Saxton, episode 65. This week, what can I charge for a property development project management fee? Crikey, that's hard to get that's out. That's a mouthful. It is. What can I charge for a property development project management fee? I think you should try saying that at home. This is episode 65. A very interesting episode and I think you will get a lot out of it as usual. So let's jump into episode 65. Hey, welcome to episode 65 Property Mastermind Podcast with Hilary Saxton. This week, what should I charge for a property development project management fee? I deserve a medal for being able to say that in one hit. But anyway, before we get started, giving away a copy of Property Millionaires Exposed. This week, the book goes to Georgina Hodges. We know Georgina oh, very wow. well. And thanks, Georgina, for subscribing to us and following us. And you'll be receiving uh, a copy of that in your hands very soon. Anyway, I think by the time you hear this podcast, you'll have it. So the, you'll be able to listen and go, oh, it was me. That was what she was saying. Ah, oh, wow, yeah. She's a, she's a very, uh, very go-ahead young lady, Georgina. Mm, absolutely. Yes. Some people might be wondering, looking at our clothing and saying, you guys wore the same outfit last podcast. Well, if they watch us on YouTube, and if you do, make sure you subscribe. Hit, there's a button yep. down there. Ding, ding, hit the a, subscribe button. You get a ding. <laughs> yes, we, we, we did two back-to-back because we're going on holiday. So we thought, well, we'll, we'll do two back-to-back and then yep. um, we, we won't have to do it while we're on holiday because we'll forget. Yeah. Yes. But we do, look, we, we do look quite good in these blues. Well, it's said last time, favourite colour. You did say this last time. So yes, we're off for a few days. We were going to go up north, but we're not sure now. We're actually going tomorrow. We haven't booked anything. Who well, spontaneity is great. Isn't it? Yeah, we just head off. <laughs> we will. Oh, no, we'll book before we leave, though. Oh, good Definitely idea. Definitely book before we leave something. We'll mm. do that. We're leaving tomorrow. We'll book before we go. We should do your old trick and like basically throw a dart at a map. And go there. Go there. Worked for me. I'll, uh, I've done that. Uh, also, if you follow us on Apple or Spotify, you can actually wake up to a text of um, the podcast cover. My face. You wake up to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I do that every day. There you go. Yeah, it's your turn. It's not, it's not, it's not that bad. <laughs> well, maybe it is. It's debatable. Anyway, uh, so make sure, you, make sure you subscribe and give us a comment or two. And we'd love to hear what you think of the podcast. So yeah. give us... Uh, actually, thank you to Paul. He gave me a a topic that he asked for us to cover off and we will do that one probably next week Paul so thank you for that mm. right, that was Paul Zanetti oh Paul Zanetti g'day I know that he's done uh, Bob's course he actually yep. says some very nice things on online platforms about oh, you Paul oh well Paul's a mover and a shaker he is a bit of a mover and a shaker <laughs> not that we've ever met you but we will hopefully in November at the live workshop 5, 6 and, and we know Paul by reputation and some phone calls we do but it's in the Gold Coast Paul so we'll see you there hopefully yep. anyway okay Bob Project management fees. So I want you to say that. What should I charge for a property development project management fee? What should I charge for a property development project management fee? Oh, it's only because you said it cheekily that it's hard, isn't it? No, no, I had to break it up. Yeah. For those at home or driving or at the gym, have a go. It's a common question. I get it every workshop. Uh, As soon as I mention the word project management fee, somebody's hand jumps and throws up, you know, oh, Bob, what's a a good project or what's the right project management fee? And mm. I, then I have to start saying, well, let's let's uh, narrow it down. Let's ask some questions, you know. So it's a, it's a great topic. A lot of people want to know. Yeah, it is a great topic. And there are a couple of circumstances, Bob. So let's talk about those. Well, 
I mean, yeah, you could be looking at engaging a project manager, in which case you want to know what a fair fee is so you don't pay too much. More often than not, though, we may be charging a project management fee ourselves. Yes. So that's why we need to get a handle on it, I guess. But, you know, paying project managers to project manage your own projects, it's not something that you and I do much of at all. Why would we do that? Because well, we can do our own, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think that when you are paying a project manager, if you want to be a property developer and do it yourself, you're leaving a lot of money on the table, aren't you? I mean, you can pay a project manager. And we'll talk about the sort of dollars that are involved depending on the project. Mm. Uh, things every time you do a project, you've got to pay them again. Yes. Learn uh, to do it yourself. If I've... you learn to do be your own project manager, which is really what a developer is, then you're not paying fees every time to somebody else. You know, that's, that's the bottom line. But... Um, some people, I've seen some people go into projects expecting to learn from a project manager. Hang on. <laughs> well, that's it's not what project managers do. No. Uh, the last thing they need is someone tagging along behind them or beside them all the time asking questions. What are you questions. doing? Why did you do oh, that? Oh, and, yeah. and wanting to give input as well. Oh, I God. think we should do that. Wouldn't that just tip you over? You've yeah, done that, haven't you? I'd never let anybody give me input. No. Thanks very much. No. Even when I do... Even when I do projects or joint ventures and I'm managing it, I mean, I have to manage it. Unless they've got more experience than me, I really don't want to how could somebody hear have about more, it. Well, how could somebody have more experience? Oh, there are people with more experience oh, I than me out there, but they wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing a joint venture with them probably, no. you know. Oh, I was thinking maybe when we're talking about like a consultant, obviously. Oh, a consultant, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll listen to an architect about design, I'll listen mm. to a structural engineer about structural engineering issues. Uh, but not, no, yeah, not for development. So, yeah, there might be two circumstances when we need to understand project management, project management fees. But, you know, just the word project management. Yes. Uh, and I'm, I might be playing semantics here, but we can have project management or development management. Mm. And a lot of people sort of use those interchangeably. You can see my face right now. Interchangeably. Really Bob here. What's going well, on? Where I, are we going I, I did this? say semantics, didn't yes. I? Yes. Uh, look, having come from a development management background. Yes. Because uh, I, I was a development manager with some of the biggest development companies in Australia in my, in my uh, older days, oh, you know, going back a fair while. And a development management role typically is, or a development manager is somebody who controls the whole project from beginning to end. So the roles that I've had with, right. with some very big development companies is I would find the site I would do the due diligence, do the feasibility, make sure it's stacked up. I might put a report together, put it before the board or whatever we need to do to like get get it ticked off. But then I'd track that project all the way through approvals, construction, marketing, sales, and out the back end. Project management often has a connotation of the construction side of development. It doesn't have to, but it often is. Within those organisations I used to work for, we had project managers on staff, but they worked under me. And they used to often come in around the construction phase. So when it came to, mm. you know, if you like, you know, tendering, uh, appointing builders, overviewing the builder, the project managers did that. And I sort of overviewed them, but they were often uh, had professional qualifications. So, oh, I can remember one of them was an architect, one of them was a, a structural engineer. So they had those sort of construction backgrounds mm. and they just look after the that and they were called a project manager 
I just call it a development manager. But anyway, that's it is semantics, but I often refer to it as development management, meaning the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, and I think for our that was a, a great breakdown of those, and for the, the people listening that are at this level, that what we do and teach, uh, more likely will be thinking of a project manager. If you look at last week, we talked about when you would leave your job to just do that full time. It's the person who's going to run the project, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And look, if you want to call it a project manager, go right ahead. We'll know what you mean. Yeah. But there is a form of construction called, like there's construction management, there's project managers that work inside building companies who have a role within that construction industry, which has got nothing to do with development. I've just thought of like four mentoring students who've gone from mentoring with us to doing those sort of roles. We're just another one recently, but I just think they've gone from the mentoring program to working in big companies doing project management roles. One of them is a general manager of a development company now, and that came off the back of his mentoring program and some of the projects he'd done. I even get calls from his boss sometimes yeah, to discuss but stuff. Ask, like the guy that owns the development company rings me He's now. pretty smart, though. He's yeah, doing, yeah, yeah, he's doing yeah, rings you. Yeah. Yeah, but we, we, you know, sometimes he phones me, uh, even though he's never done the course. No. <laughs> we, we toss things around, or sometimes he might want a referral to somebody, you know. That's, that's all good. But, um, yeah, development, anyway, as I said, possibly semantics. Yes. Uh, but often called a DMA, Development Management Agreement, when you put that into place. Right, so that should be. So we're looking at it now from if you are engaging one. Or, or you're or, going to be one. Or you're going to be Either one. Either way. Do you, do you still, if you're going to be one for your own project and there are no investors and it's just you, do you mm. still need a project management agreement? It's good to Is have the paperwork. Yes, well, okay. yeah, it can be around, around yeah. taxational issues as well. So, so let's just... Let's just put aside the fact that you might engage one. We talked about that. Yep. Let's just say you're going to be one. And if you're going to be a pro- And you are the development manager of your own project. Yes. Uh, or the project manager, if you want to. But care. we're doing this as an... Interchangeable. So you can charge a fee on the way through. So looking mm. at it from that, yeah. that perspective. Yeah. So two circumstances. You just raised one. One could be when you're doing your own development and you're going to pay yourself a development management fee. Mm-hmm. And you can do that. If you're using what's called commercial finance to finance the project, uh, they're pretty much okay with uh, paying project management fees, development management fees to the developer because someone has to do it. I mean, that's the attitude of finances. Uh, look, someone has to manage this project. Someone has to coordinate it. Uh, if it's not the developer, then the developer will pay someone. We have to pay them. No one does that for free. So it happens to be you as opposed to an external development manager, uh, then that's fine. And so you can pay yourself. The advantage of that is, or there's a few, but uh, one is that you can get some money on the way through the project yourself, as opposed to waiting until the end where you sell everything, get your profit. Mm. Now you might not need any income on the way, and that's fine if you don't, you can wait till the end. But I, I love cash flow. Yes. I've always paid myself a project management fee on the way through. I'd see how I jump from project management to development management. Because mm. for the sake of this conversation, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but also another benefit of whether you get it mm. before or end, it is seen as income by the bank, yeah, exactly. isn't it? So it's not, the bank sees it as income, whereas it doesn't see property development pro- profit yeah. as income. Yeah, it's funny yeah. that, isn't it? But yeah, it's true. Yeah, why is it as, not? As a developer, if you were to, you know, continually do development projects, make development profits, banks, yeah, sure they're interested, oh yeah, you make, but they don't consider it, 
as income for, for serviceability purposes. Well, with that being the case, and I know I'm going off piece and asking questions, and, as I tend to, but you're so good, you can manage. If that's the case and you're doing a few, should you sort of eke up your fees to make it look like you earn a little bit more, which gives you more serviceability? Is that a good thing to do? Is that not doable or how does that oh, work? You, it depends how much you can get away with. So you, what you're saying is if you're paying yourself a project management fee, how how high can you go with the fee? Yeah. If, because Re- if it's yours, there's no investors, there's mm. no one, you know. What? See, what, what you're really doing with the project management fee is you're taking some of your profit early, if you think about it. Yeah. Because if you don't charge yourself a project management fee, then it's going to be there at the end. A slight difference, it only makes a small amount of difference. If you're paying yourself a project management fee, it'll be in the budget and it'll be part of the loan. So technically, you're paying interest on the money that you pay yourself as a development management yeah. fee. I'm, I'm perfectly switching project and development yeah. all the way through this, yeah. if you haven't noticed. No. Uh, so, Anyone that, else know? I didn't even pick up. But I know what it is. I mean, about. it's a small percentage of not a huge figure. Yes. But you're right. Uh, it then becomes... See, either way... See, paying tax is different to serviceability. You're weighing up which yeah, is more important to you right yeah, now. Exactly. As in serviceability, paying a little bit more tax. You might need the serviceability to move forward yeah, faster versus and, and so tax. They, the financiers consider project management fees as income for serviceability yes. purposes, but they don't consider profits as income. And that's, that's the difference. Uh, but paying yourself a project management fee, as I said... I've always done it, but back to your question, how much can you charge? Well, the answer to that is as much as you can get away with. So, so who, who decides on the level? Well, it needs to be sort that was of my industry standard, okay. uh, but who, who ticks the box? Well, remembering that you can only pay yourself a project management fee if you're getting commercial finance for your project. That's okay. If you're getting commercial finance for your project, then uh, there will be... A, uh, a bank panel or a financier panel quantity surveyor who goes over all the costings. So if you, for instance, were doing a, a three-pack and you're making 400000 profit and you want to pay yourself $300,000 you know, project management fee on the way through... That's a lot. ...and, and, and $100,000 <laughs> profit at the end, it won't sail hmm. because the project management fee on a three-pack is not $300,000 hmm. industry standard. That's a shame. So... Um, that said, I mean, you can sort of stretch it. Have you stretched it? Yeah, yeah I have, yeah. I, we, we used to do a lot of property development syndications where we put investors into property development syndicates and we used to charge uh, fees for project management fees and diff- different sorts of fees on the way through, you know. And I think we used to charge something like $30,000 a townhouse. Uh, let's say we're doing a 10-pack townhouse. Let's just charge. give us context on a year here just so people... You know, what, how long ago was this, roughly? Ah, what year? I stopped doing syndicates in about but that te- that 2017. Okay, so around... Okay, just so people can work out what, yeah. what date But is. But the thing is, like, on a, on those 10 packs, um, we used to charge 300000 which was way more than a normal project management fee. And the finan- yeah, the bank originally said, well, if the if the quantity surveyor signs off on it, we're okay. Mm. And I went to the quantity surveyor. I did happen to know the quantity surveyor as well, of course, but... But um, he said, that's a pretty high fee. And I said, but we're pretty good. We're the top in Australia. Not, not, probably not true. Uh, I said, but um, anyway, eventually I got it through. So that became the standard then we did. And it wasn't, that wasn't unfair on the investors because that came out of your end of profit. It just came through as... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, just covering that off so people don't think, crikey, Bob Anderson's a bit of a rogue. No, no, no. It had no. nothing to do with it. We, we, had a, we had a set margin in there for ourselves. All we were doing is what anyone does is try to get 
more early and less later as opposed to you know less now and more later yeah um, but you can do all later and none now if you want to don't charge don't pay yourself a project management fee and simply um, take it as profit at the other end you can do that but um, yeah back to your question I mean the, the the proper answer is as long as it's sort of around industry standard mm. Then, Who's, then where, where, okay. where do we find out? Where does where does the the, the average well, Lorraine or Lloyd yeah. find the industry standard? Well, I, I could probably give you a few numbers on that, but just before I, I I do that, I might point out the other time that you might be uh, taking a project management fee, mm. and that could be not just when you're doing your own project, but it could be like a joint venture arrangement. Yes, where you may or may not get a project management fee. It depends on on how good a negotiator you are. So that's something that you would negotiate into your uh, mm. development? Let's say, let's keep a quick joint example. Venture. Let's say you're doing a joint venture with what we call an equity partner. So the, the other person, the equity partner, they'd put in the, the required amount of equity to then front up to the bank to get the, the rest as a loan and do a project. Now, quite often the model is that they put up that equity uh, for their part of the role your part of the role is to manage the project and their part of the project is to put in the money your part of the project is to manage the project and more often than not that doesn't incur a project management fee but the old story you know if you don't ask you don't get you might be able to negotiate a project management fee as part of it then the question is is it a project cost where you both it's just a cost like any other cost, architect's fees or anything else, and you're both basically sharing the cost. Or is it out of your, let's say you're sharing the profits 50-50, is it part of your 50% profit taken in mm. advance? So there's all these things around project management fee, yes or no. And these are all variable. How, how much is the project management fee? Yeah. When do you get paid the project management fee? And is it a project cost or is it coming out of your half? All these things need to be discussed. But yeah, that's just another circumstance where you have to come to a conclusion on the project management fee and, and how much. But back to what you were saying before about, you know, how much or where do you find out what a good project management fee is? I'll, I'll throw something out there. Throw. Here we go. Ready, go, Bob. Go. <laughs> well, it does depend on, here we go. Yeah. I'm not going to answer it straight up and down. Depends on, on the scope of works for oh, the project management. I was going to say the size of the project. Well, yeah, yeah. Look, it depends on the size of the project. Totally. Obviously, if you're project managing 20 townhouses, it's going to be a fair bit more than project managing four. So size is important. Complexity, uh, the difference between managing a two-lot splitter, which is almost no work, compared to a mixed-use development where you might have commercial and residential in there, you might have apartments, you could have basement car parks, like complexity and size, yeah, all that's and part of it. theme and type. Yeah, but the other thing is, let's just keep it simple. Let's say we were talking about something like a four-townhouse project. Mm -hmm. So pretty straightforward. It's not mixed use. You know, it's a simple, straightforward project. Uh, the variable there is, uh, from a project management point of view, is what is the scope for the project manager? When do they come into the deal and when do right. they exit? So is that all part of that initial contract that's all written into? Yeah, it is. Um, what do we call that? Well, the DMA, the Development Management Agreement. Agreement, yep. Uh, where you set out the scope of works because just 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 think i mean when you're paying yourself a development management fee it's pretty straightforward you're sort of paying yourself to do the whole I project robert, i robert anderson agree with robert anderson <coughs> that i'll pay robert anderson this much money is that yep. what you say yep perfect yep perfect but let's say it was uh it could be that you could be acting as a project manager for somebody else yes it could be that you're engaging a project manager for yours 
So it is important, for instance, are they starting their job uh, before you even do a deal? Are they helping with the due diligence? Uh, not normally this wouldn't happen, but like are they helping you find a deal and doing the due diligence, yes or no? Well, but Or is it that uh, you'll find the site yourself, you do your own due diligence and you'll buy it and then you'll engage the project manager after you purchase the site? Well, if that's the case, then their first role is to start to get the development permit, the building permit, tender for the builder. Like, so where do they begin? Where do they start? Or it could even be that you've bought the site yourself and you've got a development permit. Now you want them to start getting the building permit or the construction certificate and going forward. So it just depends where they start and then where do they finish or what are you doing? So uh, at the other end, tendering for a builder, let's say getting a builder, overviewing the building construction, uh, marketing. Now sometimes you might want to handle the marketing and you've got the project manager doing the other stuff. Uh, do you want the project manager to handle the settlements and the sales at the other end with the well, lawyer? You know, just all of those, all those variables. Yeah. What is the sort of the more likely standard? Whether the, the one that more likely people would go with this? What is generally that? Oh, one? look, probably if there's a sort of a mid ground, it would be where the developer has acquired the property. Yep. And they might get the development manager in at the to, to start to get the development permit, building permit tender for the builder get it constructed. A little bit variable as to whether they deal with the marketing or not, but a full full uh, development management, they would deal with the marketing. In fact, they would even deal uh, to make sure the settlements go through and deal with the lawyer at the back end. So we've currently got a couple of mentoring students doing this, mm. project managing, because they've got joint venture partners. Are they going right through, are they doing the sales as well? Or is well, that, yeah, so, yeah, some of them actually right from the beginning, because quite often, if you're doing it, say, a joint venture with an equity partner, the de- the project manager stroke developer part of the person uh, would would find the deal in the, and do the due they're starting right at the beginning. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, it does obviously depend on, on the amount of work that they do, which is dictated by when do they start and when do they finish, what's their role. All that's spelled out in the development management agreement. So let's talk at the moment as of 2022. Yeah. What what are people... Has what changed would, much? But no. So what would be... What would be a, a fair price? Well, let's say a four-pack. Yes where the development manager comes in after somebody's bought the site. They come in, they, so their first job is to get the development permit, uh, you know, get uh, this, build, get building this thing permit. Rolling. Yeah, roll it through yeah. to the end, take yeah. it through to the end. Something like a four-pack, uh, it's probably in the range of 50, 60,000. I was going 60. Yeah, yeah, 60 is probably a nice number. I know some very experienced um, project managers that charge around that. I mean, people have been doing it for you know, 20 years plus. Yeah. Around that 60,000 for such, some- a, such a role. Something like a so is that if we're saying 50, that's 60, a four pack, let's four say. Pack. So then, can I say on average? I'm just make throwing stuff at you to answer. Like the average person might think, is it then fifteen thousand dollars a packs almost? Well, it's fifteen thousand dollars per townhouse yeah. on a four pack. Yes, it, on a, is it so? Is it fifteen dollars? Ex- it doesn't keep like doing. That. Okay, that was a question I was no, thinking. Other people might ask. No. So, so what's, a, what's a duplex worth, Bob? Ah, oh, well, you got to look at it. You can't say it's half a four pack because quite often a duplex is a lot easier and a lot straightforward and a lot quicker to get a development permit and a building permit. Uh, I was going to say it's quicker to build. It probably is, although nothing's quick to build at the moment. No. Uh, you've only dealing with marketing two of them, you know. So it, so it's a bit different. I mean, it might be more in the range of 
Ah, oh, well, it's not that far off a half, I suppose. It's, no, I think in 2025, probably for a duplex. Or plus GST, of course. Um, yeah, but getting back to what you were saying, because this is quite interesting. You keep saying that. You keep, you've said that like four times. Getting back to what I was saying, I well, forgot what I because said. because my, my mind is going <laughs> yeah. back. We talked about potentially a four-pack yes. project management fee, 60 grand. Does that mean an eight-pack? Is 120. Yeah. Does it? And a 12-pack is 180. Does that mean that? No, it doesn't. No. Because there is not twice the amount of work doing eight townhouses as there is doing four. It's not a lot more. It might be, I don't know, I'll pluck a number, 15% more work. Because you think about it, getting the development permit from a project manager's point of view, the number of times he phones the architect, the number of times he goes to the architect's office or whatever is exactly the same. Yeah. The architect might charge a little bit more because there's a bit more in, in obviously designing and drawing eight rather than four. But from the de- project manager's point of view, it's the same. The same with the building permit. It's the same number of conversations with the architect and the team, whether it's four or eight. Mm. So not much difference there. Tendering for a builder, same amount of time. Marketing. So the only things that are really take longer for the project manager, the difference between a four and an eight townhouse is really, he's got more conversations and visits to site during the construction phase because it takes longer to build an eight than a four. It doesn't take twice as long. No. It might be 25% longer to build. So he's got more trips on site, more conversations with the builder. You're selling eight instead of four, so you've got more conversations with the marketing team. Mm. But really, there's not much more. That's why I say it's probably only 15 tops, 20% more work for the project manager to do eight than four. And so you're not going to charge two times 60. It might be you know 80 or something like that. Mm. And the same when you get onto 18. So well, can I ask, when was the last time that, that those feeds changed? Like, do they some, are they something that go up? Has it been quite similar for a while, or what? What goes yeah, on? Yeah, I mean, they slightly go up. Those fees have been around around for a while. Don't yeah, I mean, right? I tell you what, I don't like percentages. Yeah, I know that. I don't like percentages for anything. Uh, architects love to try and charge a percentage. I've never paid an architect a percentage. In fact, if one insisted on I just wouldn't use them. I, I, I do flat fee. I understand flat fee. If an architect says, I'll design a four-pack for you for $12,000 or $16,000, whatever, I know exactly what that means. Um, if he says, it's, I'll, I'll do the design phase for X percent of the construction cost, I, I don't want to know about it. Uh, for a start, the higher the construction cost, the more they get paid. Where you know, That's totally working against all my principles. So I don't work on percentages. Same with project management fees. I've seen engineers charge fees for different things that engineers do, where they charge a percentage of, you know, of uh, construction cost or whatever. But, but that's that problem that I just talked about. Yeah. Because if they were, let's say they were charging a percentage, that means every time you went from, say, say four to eight, they get twice as much money. Mm. But they don't deserve twice as much money because they're only doing 1.2 times as much work. And so percentages simply don't work. Flat rate work. Mm. Uh, and there's economies of scale as well, you know, of, as we just saw with um, with doing that. And uh, so, yeah, don't, I, I never I never wear a percentage. So, yeah, I mean, fees, uh, that's, that, that's a bit of an indication. The more complex, the bigger. Yeah, sure, it, it changes. What about Bob? We've heard many times, actually, <laughs> too many times, uh, about people who have been money partners for other people or investors in other people's projects, 
the project has gone not great and the people have still or not even gone ahead and the developer has charged a fee and kept charging a fee right throughout with nothing oh, happening. Yeah. Actually, that's that's a little bit... If nothing's happening, you know, can they still charge a fee? Yeah, well, that's... I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen that happen a bit. That goes back to the agreement. Yeah. You've got you to watch. must read it. Well, you've got to watch the agreement. You've got to read it. But you see... So, Let's say it was a developer puts up a development management agreement. They're in a project with an investor and the investor signs it. And let's just say uh, they've agreed to a fee of $5,000 a month. Mm. Now that might be fine uh, and there might be projected time frames would all be part of this. But what happens if the time frames blow out? What happens if council are really slow to approve it? Or what happens if the project manager's responses to council's requests are extremely slow. If they're just on a flat rate per month, the longer it goes, the more money they make. Mm. Whereas really, I would put benchmarks in there. Uh, and while you could agree on a monthly rate if you like, I'd put time frames. like to get a development permit might be X months. So, uh, and, and, and there'd be a dollar amount applied to that. Mm. Let's, say you, let's say to get a development permit was gonna be, let's say five months, and you might put X dollars per month, but if it goes past five, that, that total doesn't change. Mm. Or And the same with construction, same with building permits, because I, I know what you're saying. I have seen some that were just on a monthly amount, nothing to do with uh, achieving certain milestones like development permits, building permits and the like. And they've literally gone on for years and haven't gone past a building permit or haven't even gotten one. And that is criminal activity in it my is, mind. It's oh, totally so criminal. That couple. Well, it's not Shocking. technically criminal in terms of you know going to court and winning. Yeah. Uh, because we know How people that have tested that and lost because of the the stupid DMA that they signed. Yes, you must if you go into any agreement, you must check what you're signing. Hmm. You know, they must. Yeah, and by and that can be overcome by putting say for instance putting benchmarks on things. Yeah, definitely. Time frames, yeah. I, I was good to cover off on that, but I think it's a bit of a, a, a bit of a shocking thing. But people need to know yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, we've seen a bit of that happening. Yeah, you need to know what you're doing. Anyway, so what should I charge for a property development project management fee? We've looked at four packs being around just, sixty yeah. duplexes, twenty twenty-five, um, one point two percent more for each one. Those are about uh, what you would Well, I said, about, I said about probably 15 to 20 more difference between an eight-pack and a four-pack. Yeah. But, yeah, you just got to wait. It's it just, it's got really, at the end of the day, it's got to do with the scope of works. Yes. And how long it's going to take. But I hope we've answered that, that for people who thought, oh, what can I charge? There you go. Oh, well, it's and, a bit of an indication And what anyway. should I be paying? And the other thing is, whether you're, if you're choosing to pay one, you have to remember that moving forward, you haven't learned how to do it, and that fee always comes with you. So hmm. why not do a property development course with us and learn to do your own? Yeah, and look, when you, when you get to become a bigger developer, then you can start to look at paying project management fees. Like, let's say, you know, down the track of it, you're doing three at a time. You know what to do. You've already done it. You've learned it. You could then start to engage project managers. And and you could even look at a point, you know, depending on, on your scale of, of having somebody in-house to do it because then mm. uh, uh, it, it'll be cheaper having a PM on wages than it will be like over three or four projects paying an independent. Mm. But that's down the track a bit. For the time being, you just need to do your own projects and learn from it. Or even just get started. 
Why not? Got to get started. You've got to get started. Okay, thank you, Bob. I think you've uh, enlightened us. That was very interesting, actually. It's probably a conversation you and I haven't had about no. company development. No. We talk most things property development every day, but that was very useful to know. So we found, hope that you found it useful, and we will catch you next week. See ya. Bye.